Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Mike to his Mike, Michael Howard. Oh, wait, no, that doesn't work at all, does it? No, that, yeah, you gotta throw that one right out. Oh, that was shit. Just, all right. No, um, you you all right, really me, fucked that one, one up, my friend. Let me try you fucked one. it up. Uh, I am the tango to his cash, Michael Howard. Now that's now that's better. There we go. I wish I had seen that movie sometime in the last fifteen years because I, I could have a comeback for you. But um, that movie all I know is Stallone's in it. Incredible. I highly yeah. recommend it. I remember being great. I just yeah. haven't watched it in a very long yeah. time, and now I look like a fool. <laughs> Almost as big a fool as you looked like thirty seconds ago when you said the mic to my mic. Yeah, but no idiot. one will remember that. So no. Damn. Now I'm the fool. Well, Michael, mm. welcome back. You you were on a little little travel vacation, huh? Yes, I was. I was in beautiful Costa Rica, the rich coast. Oh, is that what that means? Yes. Well, Michael, I'm looking at your beautiful face. You appear to be un uh, unripped up by monkeys, so that's a win. <laughs> yes. Uh, although Rachel was almost attacked by monkeys, she has a kind of a, a cool video of uh, a monkey baring her teeth at her. So did she look it in the eye? Uh, I don't know because I don't see her part of the video, but I can only assume that she did. Were you not with her when this happened? No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was I was catching a very large fish. Oh, how, yeah. how fun is that? Yeah, Good job, my, buddy. my first fish. Um, the first fish that I ever caught, uh, was, on. well, so it happened twice because the first one I reeled in, it took me like a solid 10 minutes to pull this fucking fish in. And then like, it started getting really easy and I pulled it in and then I discovered it was easy because it had been bitten in half by a shark <laughs> on its, on its way in. And then I was on a trip with like the captain of the boat was just very angry all the time. And, uh, later that night I finally caught my first real fish and I was like with like my youth pastor and he was like, Hey, let's get a picture of it. So I'm holding this fish. And like, right when he's about to take the photo, the fish just does some like judo kick and just like <laughs> wriggles out of my hands, jumps like 10 feet in the air, hits the side of like the boat and just slides very slowly off into the ocean and just back to his watery home. And, uh, so you just have a pastor's... picture of you standing there like, Oh yeah, pretty much. And my youth pastor's like, we're not going to tell the captain about that one <laughs> so long story short i didn't catch any fish that day i i've been fishing like not real fishing I, i've stood on the side of a lake and thrown a thrown a uh, a line in there um mm-hmm. several times but never caught anything and i have to give a big shout out to my father-in-law and my brother-in-law um for taking me on a very awesome chartered fishing trip off the coast That's of awesome. costa rica and i caught a like a 40 pound rooster fish Mm. It was um, ridiculously hard and everything hurt the next day after trying to pull in a 40 pound fish. Michael, I'm assuming a 40 pound rooster fish didn't look like that viral video of that massive fucking chicken walking out of a of a uh, coop from like last week. I don't think I saw that one, but I am going to guess. Hold that on, no. let's pause the show. I need to show you this fucking holy hell. <laughs> Actually, Michael, just Google big chicken for me real quick. <laughs> okay. Just big chicken will get you the results we big need. Big chicken. And then... Uh, CNN the says that big chicken video isn't fake, but it is terrifying. Holy Accurate. shit. Accurate on all counts. What is that thing? Are you watching the video? Holy crap. <laughs> Holy <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> No shit. <laughs> It's like the goddamn Shaquille O'Neal of fucking chickens. <laughs> it looks like 18 other chickens <laughs> in like a trench coat of another chicken. What in the like, it's, shit? It's like chicken, like the little rascals of chickens like, trying to get a bank loan. But <laughs> but its head is like a normal size. What is happening with the rest of its fucking body? 
I don't know. It's a big old chicken, though. Oh my! So that God—that's not what you caught from the ocean. No, I I did not. It was—it's called a rooster fish because it has a, a very distinct kind of rooster-like fin coming off the back of it, and it's kind of a really cool, shiny color. Not that it's a living, breathing dinosaur. No, in no, it is. Oh my! I can't. It's I can't stop looking at this thing, Kush. It is. And then another chicken comes out, and it it just to. Just to show you how big this fucking chicken is compared to, like, a normal chicken. Yeah. It's a big fucking chicken. Is it wearing pants? It It looks like it's wearing pants. (laughs) (laughs) It does look like it's... Again, it looks like it's wearing a chicken suit because it's filled with... It's a chicken suit filled with raccoons trying to pretend they're a chicken. It's like like a wolf in a chicken suit, but like a a big wolf in a big chicken suit. It's, I mean, Michael, it's a, it's a big chicken. It's a big fucking chicken. No, yeah, no, I did not catch that. If I had caught that, I would have, oh my God. Yeah, I would have thrown it back because I wouldn't want it to murder I would have yelled, I would have yelled, what the fuck is wrong with that chicken? And then I would have thrown it back. And then it would have taken, then it would have commandeered your boat and said, hey, I'm going home. (laughs) Well, Michael, you've been out of the world for a week. I have. Um, yes. A couple things have happened. Um, so we ha- we're at a crossroads for trends in little places right now, and maybe it's a little appropriate that we've been talking about fish. We can either talk about the slow decline of Western civilization and the incredibly fast erosion of uh, American trust in their public institutions, or I can talk to you about Red Lobster on Twitter. <laughs> uh, you know what? That is a very, very tough choice. I'm going to have to go with Red Lobster, though. My final right, answer. I'm not, prepared- I'm not prepared to talk about the other one, but... <laughs> Michael, if you had to guess why a fast food chain, a seafood fast food chain was trending on Twitter earlier today, why would you, why would, what would you guess was, was a miss with the Twitterverse? Um, you know, I would probably say that, that maybe the lobster they were serving wasn't lobster at all. Right. So something is, something has gone awry with the food. Yeah. The food. There's something wrong with the food. They're serving you something that you're not aware of would be my guess. Or maybe maybe like someone left like a bad tip at at Red Lobster and that, you know, something, you know, their typical casual dining experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, Michael, I'm going to read you a tweet. It's from uh, by precious underscore on Twitter. (laughs) Just precious underscore? by by b y e precious oh by precious underscore um, okay people did not take kindly to this tweet by the way. <laughs> and I I have to say I'm is she with shitting that. on Red Lobster um, because I love Red Lobster kind of but also on I'll, I'll read it to you all right if you're tw- if you're 28 plus and a man is taking you to a Red Lobster as a date then you need to reevaluate the kind of men you're dating. And I got to tell you, Michael, she I haven't been to- She can go fuck right off. Yeah. First of all, uh, those biscuits, though. Right. Second of all, fuck right off. Third, I, I will admit, I haven't been to many a casual dining chain in a long time, like your Chili's, your TJ Friday's, your Red Lobster. It's just not in the cards for me. Yeah. But uh, I'll get down and some fucking all-you-can-eat shrimp. Like, if it's shrimp well, fest, like I'm going. a fucking lobster fest or shrimp fest? I mean, mm-hmm. if a man's taking you to that, I feel like you've found yourself a pretty good man. Right. Yeah, and it's you know just, what? If if I find a, if I find a woman who who can like really throw down at a sh- at a shrimp fest, I mean that's that's a keeper in my mind. Yeah, I so yeah, so uh, a lot of the reaction on uh, on Twitter was, "Hey, if Beyonce can take Jay Z to Red Lobster, <laughs> you can fucking you, eat Red Lobster, right? you idiots!" <laughs> oh my god, I would I would just eat like seven Cheddar Bay biscuits. Yeah, like 
I don't go to these restaurants very often, but like the idea of like a real date was like, if you're having a good time and you're just like enjoying the person you're with, what the fuck do you care if you're eating? Right. It's still going to like a trip to Red Lobster is still like a okay. $60 meal. Like oh, this is, a, this is a 100% true story. There is like one Red Lobster that I'm aware of in Chicago and it is somewhere out in the suburbs. And when I first moved up here uh, and I was staying at, at our friend, our good friend Curtis uh, from mm-hmm. the other, he's been on this this show before and he's also on Longest Days of Our Lives. Um, I was staying with him and his wife uh, at their apartment when I first moved up here and, and mm-hmm. we tried to convince Curtis to drive us to Red Lobster multiple times. He wouldn't do it. And he wouldn't do it. And we were very angry about it because they had Lobster Fest and we were like, how do you not yeah, drive us Cur- to fucking Lobster Fest, Curtis? And he's like, I'm not Curtis, driving out hello, to the suburbs. Please. Um, so well, th- that's fair. But it's Red Lobster, Kush. Cheddar Bay yeah, Biscuits and Lobster Fest. And those fruity drinks? Are right. you kidding me? Yeah, no. This- it's it's Bahama Breeze without all the pretension. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking darting bullshit. Get out of here. <laughs> is there is there more than one? I thought Bahama Breeze was just like one place. No, there's... Wait, you thought, you thought there was just one Bahama Breeze? I've only ever just- seen one and it was on the Clearwater Causeway. Okay, well, they're like 18 in Orlando. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they might they might only exist in Florida. Okay. <laughs> There's a pretty strong possibility it's only in Florida. Uh, all right. Yeah, so I'll agree with that. So, yeah. yeah. We, so, we've covered Red Lobster. but <laughs> Have we covered Michael, Red Lobster? <laughs> not even a little bit. God, I want some shrimp scampi up in my, my mouth uh-huh. hole right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay, Michael, there is one story that I've been wanting to talk to you about since basically, I think it was basically the day you left for Costa Rica. <laughs> uh, this has been just chewing at the edges of my brain. I, I think I texted you about it, but I know uh, you were just telling me earlier that your phone ha- suffered a pretty bad fate on your fishing adventure. It, uh, it just got destroyed and AT&T oh, sucks. Yeah, yeah I, um, I've gone basically my entire life without... Uh, having to replace a phone or destroy a phone, and I did quite possibly everything you could do to this phone to just obliterate it. So, uh, yeah, I, I missed a lot. Well, probably the most important story, Michael, um, given our show, you know, <laughs> stupid social media stuff. Um, I think the f- the Thursday you left, there was a trending topic on Twitter that caught my eye because it is in my my chosen city atlanta okay and it, it was hashtag atl orgy oh, okay so you know typically when when we have hashtags like that they end up not actually being about the thing that that they sound like they're about so i'm going to assume that this one is not about an orgy happening in atlanta well michael i think you're you're taking lessons from red lobster <laughs> earlier in the <this> show <laughs> And uh, you are, in fact, both correct and also very, very incorrect. Okay. <laughs> so, apparently, I this is very frustrating for me because, you, Michael, you know me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you love I orgies. I don't, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but you also know I don't do very much research for this show. Yes. I might read one article, form a very dumb opinion, and just spout it directly to your face. You know what? Sometimes I don't even read the whole article. I just read, like, the first paragraph, and I'm like, yeah, we're going to talk about this. That's a good headline. Mm -hmm. I'm an informed American now. But, Michael, for for hashtag ATL Orgy, I actually... 
I hit the presses. You, you know, you I, dove I into through, that one. I dug through dozens of articles, dozens, Michael, and I <laughs> have not found a satisfactory explanation for this, and it's infuriating. But I'm gonna get. I'm gonna tell you what I do. Know. All right, lay it on me. So. Sometime in early March, or perhaps late February, um, a blogger who claims she's all about like total sexual liberation named Sydney Green okay. announced that she was going to hold a birthday party for herself um, in Atlanta and just have a full-blown <laughs> fucking orgy. And she was going to charge, I think, $99 for women and $175 for men. <laughs> <laughs> and just people were just gonna get fucking crazy town okay i didn't know any of this before I, I found this out later okay so but the reason atl orgy was trending on twitter was because the night of it was uh last week i think i think it was march 17th uh no sorry march 19th oh say st patrick's day i mean yeah it's a great time to have an right orgy to, people were down to clown for sure <laughs> So ATL orgy is upon us. People start showing up to so the club. So March nineteenth. That's the if. So that that was a Sunday. So she had a she had an orgy party on a Sunday. That's just that's just kind of weird to me. It's the Lord's Day. Also, get busy day. Fuck you, train. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just gonna let this train pass, I guess. <laughs> the uh, the close the close sibling to the orgy is the running of train. So I guess it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Sunday, the Lord's Day, everyone's just fucking down to clown. Um, so I guess like you know maybe a hundred, couple hundred people showed up. Michael, okay, that's pretty good um, for for an orgy. Yeah. Um, there was one crucial ingredient missing from the orgy. However, uh, protection. No one brought no, protection. Women. Oh, okay. No women showed up. Alleged, according to Twitter. So this is where it all starts to fall apart. Okay. Because it started trending on Twitter because people, men, started tweeting that I just spent $300 on airfare and $175 <laughs> on tickets and no women showed up. What the fuck? Did she um, Did she explicitly say that it was a heterosexual orgy? She was just, it was a total liberation orgy. Okay, so, so then what are they do. angry about? Uh, that there were they were expecting ladies there to orgy upon, and there were none hmm. to be had to be orgied upon. You know, we we've talked um, we've talked lots about how dumb dudes are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like ladies don't just show up to orgies that they had to pay a hundred dollars right. for. Well, so here's where here's where it all kind of like falls apart. And I, I have not. Fa- I'm really surprised that no one on the else on the Internet has dug into this and done serious journalism on it. And I don't think I'm prepared to. Um, but uh, she claimed that the event had sold out twice and she had to keep reissuing tickets and finding more like a new venue for it. So, like, there were people interested. Um, but then on the night of it was all just dudes tweeting that there was no one there. Um one guy said that someone had bought his Xbox and everyone was just playing 2K sports, <laughs> like a 2K17 basketball, I were think. They, they were they naked, though? Uh, I, I think a couple... From the tweets, it's like a few guys showed up I'm naked. just saying, if I show um, up to an orgy and even if even if there's no orgying happening, I, I'm just... I'm going to be naked. Right. Um. So here's where it kind of... So the night of it broke that there was possibly that the organizer was 
not really a blogger, but a a uh, master's student doing her dissertation, and she wanted to write a paper about how even though men really look down on women for like the barest like hint of sexuality, we'll call them all sorts of derogatory terms. Yep. They will also pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars to travel across the nation just for a chance to have like a band wild abandoned sex with like strangers. Uh, so, <laughs> but here's my question: like, even if so, if there was like several hundred dudes, even if like twenty women showed up. Like, what are you going to do? Are you just going to, like, right. stand there with your dick in your hand and, like, wait your turn? Or are you going to, like, are you going to be sexually liberated and, you know, maybe find a dude? I'm just saying. Yeah, just slap you, wieners right, for a while. Right, you just, you, you drove all that way or you flew all that way. I mean, you know. A, ma- a maybe, mouth to mouth, Maybe. Michael. Yeah. Just saying. Just, hey, you know what? It's time to grab a dick and figure it out. I'm just saying, if you're that hard up for some sexual contact that you need to uh, pay $175 and fly halfway across the country, um, you know, maybe you should be trying other things. So that that happened. And then later after the event, apparently the organizer, Sidney Green, said that, no, it definitely happened. But the reason that, like, no one's talking about it is because it was an orgy and no one should be talking about an orgy. <laughs> so I, I have not found any definitive journalism so about it. So she claims that it got- actually did happen. Uh, yeah, and according to our Reddit thread, she claims that she got her butt eaten out twice. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was her birthday, after all. I mean, that's only right. Yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah. So what did, lot she, do st- with, uh, so so what did she do with all the, the money? So according to the initial thread, she just took all the money to pay for grad school. <laughs> like, she just took all of the money and was like, hey, thanks, dumb idiot men. Which, to be fair, it's brilliant. valid. Brilliant. Yeah, fucking yeah, brilliant. No. She deserves an A in whatever class she was doing that for. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, there's no refund policy on (laughs) eventbrite.com for this orgy you signed up for, you fool. But yeah, I do want to just talk about just like how dumb men are. Like, why? Why would you travel across the... Like, even if it was like a verified orgy, like, why would it be organized on Twitter of all places? You know, the, the funny thing is, though, I can think of like... At least one of our acquaintances or college college friends who a hundred percent would have done that. <laughs> I do know who you're talking about, and you're a hundred percent not wrong. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But like, I just I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it. It's like, even if there were an equal number of men and women there, like you're talking like hundreds of people, like wh- why? What's the, what? What's your outcome? Yeah, like, like what's, the, best... what's the outcome here? Like there's a, there's a recoil period. I'm just saying like, you can only do so much in s- right. so much time. Yeah. And again, <laughs> again, like, I don't know, Michael, like, I, you know, that feeling of being picked last for like the dodgeball team <laughs> in, in, in like elementary school, that probably kind of holds true, I would assume, at an orgy, especially like you said, if only like say 20 women right. showed up, just like, uh, you, you, defo, not you, well, you can know. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, even if, even if it wasn't some kind of experiment or whatever, and like, you can just assume that if you're having an orgy, like more men than women are going to show up. Just, I mean, because men are gross idiots. Right. And so, like, what you're just going there and you're like, oh, I'm just going to wait in line for for the girl that I like? What, what, what is this? Like, what the fuck is this? Like, look, I... I 
I do like that you're you're presupposing those like oh I really want to get I really want to go with that girl. Well, like, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait I'm gonna wait my turn. Well, you have to wait in line for whatever. It's like if you go to Bush Gardens, like yeah, you're gonna have to wait in the longest line for Kumba and Montu, but like you're still gonna have to wait in line for like the fucking scorpion. It's probably just as sweaty. They might have a fan with the mister going, but the mister might be broken. Right, and if if there's and a, this is a gross mister at this particular party. And I'm if not there's enough people there, you even need to wait for like the fucking teacups sometimes. And like no one wants to go in the goddamn teacups at Bush Gardens. You can go in the fucking teacups at Celebration Station. <laughs> and so like you're waiting in line for things that you can get somewhere else. Why are you going? To, why are you paying money to go to this orgy? Like. Jesus fucking Christ. You could pay less money and just go to a goddamn prostitute. You can go to uh, two prostitutes for that amount of money. Multiples of prostitutes. If you really... Or, you know, you could, like, go out to a, a bar and meet, a like, a nice woman and just, like, talk to her and meet her as a real person. Look, I'm just and assuming that the develop dudes... a relationship and eventually have sex. I'm with just her. assuming <laughs> that the dudes who are going to this orgy halfway across the country are not the type of dudes who could... Um, act like human beings for five minutes to actually have a human conversation with a with another person. That's probably fair. And I, I do, Michael, we we have glossed over one particular individual at this this orgy. I mentioned him. The gentleman who brought his Xbox. <laughs> he had his to Xbox, know he had to know he was gonna wait in line. His Xbox and at least one extra controller. <laughs> <laughs> like, not only will I have to wait in line, I want to make friends at this orgy to pass the time. Like, Bridget's going to be busy for a little bit, so I would like to get down. Well, maybe maybe, maybe his... Maybe replay the NBA Finals. I'd say maybe his, his dream, his f- sexual fantasy, if you will, is to, uh, you know, participate in some sexual activity while, uh, you know, exploring Destiny. Oh wait, no, I is can't... Destiny not Destiny's not an Xbox game, is it? It'd be Yes it is. Oh, is it? Yes it is. Oh I thought sorry, I thought it was a PlayStation exclusive. It's not it's not a console exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get off unless I have a headset on and I'm talking to my friends on the internet. So uh <laughs> Please make this happen for me, ATL orgy. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? Like, like to each their own. Obviously, like wh- whatever, do do what you want to do. But like, I-, I-, I think in my head fiction of this event, this guy paid one hundred and seventy five dollars just to kind of like make friends with people while like possibly getting fucking- his dick sucked. But well, well, possibly getting dis- dick sucked, but also like while fucking wasn't happening, like he he knew there's a refractory period. Right. There's that gonna be downtime. He knows himself. But like an he Xbox, everyone else. did he bring a TV? Could, maybe he was just counting on there being like a nice projector screen. Like I would something. think, like I, okay, you bring your your Nintendo Switch or something. Ooh yeah, right. Like that <laughs> makes a lot more sense. Now that should be in the commercial for the Switch. <laughs> it's like, oh, look at that rooftop party across the street. I should go and bring my. Nin- oh, oh, there's the orgy too. I'll probably just go hang out yeah. with those folks. Yeah, I mean, you could switch while you switch, if you will. Oh, hello, hey, Michael. Yeah. Now we're marketing. Yeah, now, now this guy is my favorite person at the orgy. Though I will say that. Just he's a forward thinker. He knows what he wants. He knows himself too. He just like, hey, after I after I get busy. I just want to dunk on some fools. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I just I can't. So in in my in my in my mind, what I'm picturing mm-hmm. is so when I went to Wingfest a couple weeks ago, <laughs> um, probably just as rowdy. Yeah, so <laughs> and and Michael, may I hazard a guess? 
Were there very many women there? There were more women than I expected, but not okay. a lot. Okay. So yeah, in my in my Similar mind's eye, what I'm imagining is so this was at um where the the U the University of Illinois Chicago uh, flames in a basketball arena, and so the floor was where you had all of the uh, the wings, um, and lots of dudes showed up in um interesting attire so like some of them were in like almost like hazmat suits so they wouldn't get wing (laughs) sauce all over them some of them had like uh like rolls of paper towel tied up with string around them so they wouldn't have to like find napkins and stuff and so i'm just imagining like the little like the nerdy kid from little giants just wrapped up in (laughs) bubble wrap just so i'm just imagining a similar scene at this (laughs) this supposed orgy like dudes in just like hazmat suits or like with extra like wet naps like ready for well, this just really ready to get down and just well, it's weird that you mentioned the hazmat suits because apparently like, a couple of like many of the articles i found mentioned that like nobody brought protection <laughs> like at all like no one brought a thing even though apparently dekalb county officials like donated condoms lube and female condoms there was nothing given out to people at this event <laughs> And no one brought shit. Oh, man. And again, in my head, this guy is just the quiet hero who, like, just paid 175 bucks just to, like, make some buddies. It's like, he's just like, I just want to play Xbox with people. <laughs> well, um, so we got a, we got a couple places we can go to. We can either go to a serious story. God damn, this fucking chicken is goddamn huge. <laughs> <laughs> It is a big... Michael, do you think that that chicken is real? I don't know. Like, it doesn't look real. CNN says it's real. I know. CNN says it's real, but like... But they are fake news. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, so that's perfect. Okay, so Michael, I want to talk to you about fake news. Okay. Like, it's not... So, while you were gone, there was a uh, terrorist attack in London. Mm -hmm. I did hear that. You probably heard, heard about it. And um, so after the London attack, there a an image went viral, which was a um, a message on like a London tube board, kind of like you know service announcements about you know the London Underground and tube service. And uh, the image says, I'm going to read it: All terrorists are politely reminded that this is London in all caps, and whatever you do to us, we will drink tea and jolly well carry on. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> dated uh, March 22nd, seven, uh, 2017 at 2.45 p.m. And um, it went viral, like, literally, like, you know, basically par- uh, parliament members were tweeting it. Everyone was tweeting it. Um, but it was a fake message. It was made on a GitHub image generator. Okay. Where you can just, you know, write whatever you want. And the endorsement was very true. Like, the message was true. I, I-, I honestly believe that it was what a large number of like London folk and like uh, British people felt. It's probably what a lot of uh, Parliament people felt, but it wasn't real. <laughs> and uh, it's a kind of a weird like situation we're in where like it's easy to generate fake things that look real, even beyond fake news. But it, like even like Adobe announced that like they have a, a new tool to like Photoshop voices that you can just like make real people like this the voices of real people say fake things are you serious which is yeah that's fucked up man yeah and um it's it's weird when you get to this like this is a super positive message 
And it probably encapsulates a real feeling that a lot of like London people feel, a lot of British people feel. And I think probably what all of us would feel after a terrorist attack, just like, hey, fuck off, we're bigger than you. Mm -hmm. But it's not real. (laughs) How do you go from there? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's tough because, I mean, when you present it as like, oh, this was in the London Underground, um, you know, it. but I guess I, I don't think the meaning changes whether it actually was in the London Underground or not. It's kind of like, um, do you remember, oh man, it's probably been 15 years at this point, but the 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 book that with the dude, I can't remember his name, but he was on Oprah. It was like um, Million Little Pieces. Oh, a thousand Little Pieces. Thousand Little Pieces yeah, or whatever, where it was like. Probably a million. I think it was a million. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like. Um, it was a lot of pieces. <laughs> It was, you know, this very uplifting book about like overcoming adversity and, you know, overcoming drug addiction. And um, a lot of people read it and and just felt like, you know, they really related to it. And then it turns out that like none of it was true. But like it doesn't change how people felt about the story, like whether it's true or not doesn't really change how it how you relate to it or how you feel about it. Right. Right. And so it was like one of those things where it's like, okay, I mean, like most autobiographies have some. Yeah, I guess it's weird that, you know, it's a it's a weird delineation to make that it's a fake message with true intention behind it. Yeah. And like that encapsulates a real feeling. Yeah, it's like way Um, different from saying like, oh, you know, Obama was born in Kenya. Right. But it's even like, you know, we're at such a, a time where. People don't trust institutions, you know, like, you know, probably for good reason. We don't trust Congress. We don't trust our actual mass media. Um, You know, the the president of the United States, like, (laughs) very clearly lies and then just, like, covers it up by saying, like, no, I was just quoting someone else who was very clearly lying. I wasn't endorsing it. Um, But it's weird that, like. For some reason, a lot of people tend to take things that they find online that get shared by their peers as more factual, which is why, you know, YouTube videos claiming that the Earth is flat or the moon landing was faked get such traction because people believe it because it's like a peer saying it, not someone with authority. And it's it's weird to think that we're in this place where we distrust everybody, but we almost implicitly trust socially shared stuff. Like even this ATL orgy stuff we were talking about earlier. No one really knows the truth of it. Like, no one has dug up, like, what actually happened. I only know what I saw on Twitter. <laughs> and if all you're looking at is, like, this message, like, when does it become okay to, like, share something that's fake but is true even? Like, that, it was a true intention behind it, but it wasn't real. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the problem is is just that people are, like, like you said, they they take something. They're like, oh, well, if 10,000 people share this, it must be true. Right. Um, and... This is going to be really weird, but I'm going to talk about 60 Minutes. <laughs> Please? Wait, I'm I literally have not seen the show 60 Minutes in probably my entire life, but I happen to be watching. Since the last time I was at my parents' house. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> but it, it came on after the basketball games on Sunday, and mm-hmm. there was actually it was a story about fake news. And they were talking to some of these fake news aggregators or people who like actually created these fake news websites. And... You know, they were like, they basically have these bots that they like send out and they can get, you know, thousands of retweets in a matter of minutes. And so it, and it lends credibility to it because people see, oh, it's been retweeted 3,500 times. It must have some credibility to it. I'm also going to retweet it. And so all of a sudden it becomes, you know, viral and they do this. Right. 
you know, hundreds of times a year and eventually you hit one or two or a dozen that become like super big viral hits and they make a ton of money on it. Um, right. And it is very I odd mean, that like we we trust the masses more than we trust, um, I guess, supposed experts. Right. I mean, Michael, we talked about it earlier, like how we sometimes digest stories on this show. Like, you know, I'll read a headline. I'll read a couple <laughs> paragraphs. Maybe I'll skim it. But like, you know, I, I would say that we're two intelligent dudes. Like, you know, we look, Kush, maybe I put did a, a we, lot of we, extra we, research on penis weights. All right. <laughs> well, that's because it's a topic you cared about <laughs> and really we're really invested in. But again, like, you know, I, I'd say we might be a little bit more invested in like trying to find out the truth of something. And a lot of people might not even might no. either not invested or don't have the time or just don't care. And like if they see something that like strikes their interest, so, like, oh, yeah, that's true because it hits me in my bias spot and they'll just retweet it. Mm-hmm. And especially if especially if they see, like you mentioned, just bots retweeting things and not understanding that that's how the Internet works. Like it's hard to parse the you know, the veracity of something on, online these days, especially when traditional media is so distrusted. And it's weird because can you, you know, to someone who invests in fake news or, you know, the this machine, would they probably don't trust traditional media to debunk a fake news article at this point. Well, you know? I mean, there's so many of them that like, for some of these things, literally the only information you can get about that story is from the fake news site. Right. And so if you make something completely up out of the clear blue, like say this compl- this Atlanta orgy story was completely made up out of the clear blue. Like you literally, I mean, you said you can't find any more information about it. So it's not like there's anyone out there trying to debunk it. Like because it happens so fast that you can't even... Yeah, I mean, it's not like CNN is scouring the internet for for fake news stories that they can debunk. I mean, you couldn't. It's like playing fucking whack a mole. There's no way you could possibly do all like do that all day every day. Right, and uh, you know, CNN's probably not super interested in <laughs> right. So if maybe the ACL C- maybe was really CNN out. was a bad. Was a bad <laughs> I was more relying on like Deadspin or the Root to like dig yeah. into like what really happened right there. Yeah, actually, Deadspin is pretty good at the. Um, like, hey, that thing that you thought was true a week ago, it's completely untrue. But those stories usually get about a tenth of the views of the actually yeah, untrue story. <laughs> we kind of talked about it a little bit last, like we mentioned Gizmodo, just like, you know, those blogs exist to just like, you know, aggregate every other news story on the planet and just like package it with like a, a flashy headline. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I respect the fact that they actually do regularly... Uh, you know, like if they're wrong, they'll admit it and like kind of give more information. But like you mentioned, like no one sees that. Shit. No, no one. Like, no one wants to read a retraction. Like, right. Exactly. I mean, I used to read the retractions in the newspaper because they were some of the most mundane, <laughs> ridiculous shit you've ever seen in your life. We regret the error. <laughs> but but most retractions are really dumb and like no right. one cares. I mean, they're not sensational. So why would you why would you read them? Right. Well, OK, so my God, they're. There are two things we kind of touched on on both of these, actually, just in the last couple of minutes. So I mentioned the Earth being flat, which we had talked about earlier (laughs) when uh, a couple episodes ago when Kyrie Irving was like emphatic that, uh, you know, the Earth was flat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, Michael, while you were gone, a lot of things happened. Uh, Mr. Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal, lovable American sweetheart, also claimed that the Earth is flat. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) 
He's just... <laughs> I wanted to not believe it because Shaq is such just like a lovable doofus. I just love him so much. Um, I'm Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, and then... So he he went on like a kind of like a mini rant um about it and just like a couple paragraphs to just like about how like well China's under us like we can just get dig right to it and just like kind of going but he claims now that like and I kind of buy it from Shaq that uh I buy this but he was just like I'm joking you idiots <laughs> Dude I've often said that if I was famous like really famous I would just fuck with people nonstop like it not if I was like like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos where like my the, the health of my company relies on me being sane but if I was like famous for something ridiculous like basketball or like an actor or some shit I would just god I would I would totally fuck with people non-stop because it's so great like people believe in literally anything you say yeah I definitely would not stop like well, the stories about Bill Murray like going up to people and like you know like put you know putting his hands over their eyes and being like guess who and be like no one will believe you <laughs> like <laughs> I would fucking do that like that that would be it that would be my entire life if I was rich. So I do want I'm gonna read to you what Shaq said because it's pretty it's just incredible and I kind of <laughs> do believe that he's was just fucking with people. So here it is. It's true. The earth is flat. The earth is flat. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Listen, there are three ways to manipulate the mind. What you read, what you see, and what you hear. In school, first thing it teaches is, oh, Columbus discovered America. But when he got there, there were some fair-skinned people with the long hair smoking on some peace pipes. So what does that tell you? Columbus didn't discover America. So listen, I drive from coast to coast, and this expletive is flat to me. I'm just saying. I drive from Florida to California all the time, and it's flat to me. I do not go up and down at a 360-degree angle, and all that stuff about gravity. Have you looked outside Atlanta? lately and seen all these buildings you mean to tell me that china's under us china's under us it's not the world is flat <laughs> like it's just like a, such a perfectly bat shit like if if you were trying to just be a dick about like kyrie irving and flat earth like theories that's exactly what you would say and i will so i had the privilege of well, not the privilege. I had the misfortune of growing up in South Florida as a young man. And uh, when Shaq played for the Heat, he would call into like local radio shows after like every game day at like seven or eight in the morning as I was driving to school. And like he would just fuck with every radio host and just like clown it. on them and like clown it. on the people from like the game, but like the night before. Like if if anything, Shaq has a very well defined sense of humor and is not is very willing to fuck with whoever he talks to. So like I'm fully in the wheelhouse of Shaq. Just like yeah, Earth's flat. Fuck you. You know, basketball <laughs> players are in a are in a weird position, especially someone like Shaq. Like if you're a football player or something like that, like you're constantly you have a helmet on all the time. Typically, they're not like I mean they're big dudes, but they're not mm-hmm. like seven foot two, three hundred and fifty pounds. You know, like Shaq has literally been immediately recognizable since he was in middle school, right? Like, no, there's no way he's going anywhere without everyone knowing who he is. And so, like, you have you have a few options if you're like that that type of famous where you can't go anywhere. Like, you can either 
It can either completely destroy you like some athletes or you just completely embrace it and be like, I'm fucking famous. There's literally nothing I can do about it. So I'm going to have the most fun I can have in my life. Yeah. And Shaq has definitely embraced option two. <laughs> yeah. There's actually, I think he owns a uh, Krispy Kreme here in Atlanta, oh. uh, like right near like the center of Midtown. And uh, like his Krispy Kreme gives out like special boxes, <laughs> which is a real treat. Oh, I'll, shit. I'll We're, I'm totally okay. going there on Friday. Yeah. No, we'll post some pictures. When, when I work from here. your office, I am definitely going there. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. But uh, yeah, Michael, I mean, you know, even though he says he's joking, the evidence and like the, you know, it continues to mount. The earth might be flat. (laughs) I read this article about um, it was an interview with one of the guys who uh, who walked on the moon. Um, I can't remember his name because who remembers anyone who walked on the moon except for Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong. Those 17 assholes who walked on the moon, (laughs) whatever. Not worthy of remembrance. But uh, <laughs> he was talking about, how, you know, how cool it was and, you know, the whole space race thing. And, and uh, you know, I like to read the, the comments every once in a while just to remind me that humanity is a cesspool of just ignorance and filth. But it was it took By the like, way, there's only 12 people who walked on the moon. OK, it was like blew it. it took like three comments for the person to be like, it was all fake and you're a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, have you seen the video of Buzz Aldrin just clocking some dude, just no. knocking him the fuck out? Oh God, that you haven't seen no. it? No. Okay, so uh, ba- basically, some just like jackass, like kind of like stunt reporter walks up to Buzz Aldrin and is like, "Hey, it's really cool that you're doing all this. Um, what was it like faking the moon landing?" <laughs> and Buzz Aldrin just like fucking lays this guy out at like 85 years old, just like destroys him, and they like. You know, I'm going to be honest, it's been a minute since I've seen the the video. The guy kind of looks like Richard Spencer. <laughs> it's almost like Buzz Aldrin punched a Nazi coming back from the moon. And it was it's one of my favorite videos of all time. Uh, okay, so I've, I found this article. Let's all remember the time Buzz Aldrin punched a conspiracy theorist in the face. Yeah. And the uh, Buzz no Aldrin That's a- punches Bart Sibrell after what being harassed asshole. by him. Dude, you don't fuck with you don't fuck with old dudes, especially old dudes who were in the military. Mm-mm. God, I can't wait to see it. Oh God, I'm so excited. Oh God, he just continues to harass him. He tries to walk away, and he just gets in his face. Yeah, like Buzz often tried to walk away. Yeah, and this guy, this guy earned it. And like we've talked a little bit about this before, like veterans clocking and just like owning fools who try to step. It's the greatest. Like, it's 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 one of my fa- like. Two favorite things, dogs or cats tackling small children, <laughs> old, old veterans destroying people who step to them. Yeah. That's it. No. Dude. Have you gotten to the punch yet? No. This video is like a minute wait. and 46 seconds left or uh, long and- I'll wait, Michael, because I care about you. Oh, he oh, found By the way, do, by the way, do you remember, uh, or did you know that apparently Buzz Aldrin's uh, nickname is Dr. Rendezvous? What? Dr. Rendezvous. That's- that's a great nick. Wow. Yeah, which, by the way, is the sickest nickname of all time. By the- Did you see that punch? I'm sorry. Yeah, I no, I, I saw it. And the dude he punched is wearing, like, like mom jeans and, like, the like dad what white those, sneakers. What, are those, what do the knees look like on those mom jeans? <laughs> they're not clear, so they're not fashionable. Oh. Dr. Rendezvous. What do you think Dr. about that? Dr. Rendezvous. That's a, gr- that's a great nickname. Yeah. Also, like a sick superhero name. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I would watch a movie about Dr. Rendezvous. Yeah, like easily. Oh, yeah. 
as long as it wasn't D- a DC comic book. Movie. No, it, it would beat out every DC movie on the on the slate for sure. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna write a new movie called Doctor Rendezvous. Just about Buzz Aldrin owning <laughs> owning like conspiracy theorists. He just, he just goes tra- around, but just Buzz Aldrin going around just punching conspiracy theorists in the face. You know, I gotta be honest. If there was a movie of Buzz Aldrin just driving around the nation to go into like conspiracy theorists like conventions, and just like anytime someone said anything about the moon, he just ran up on stage and like punched them in the tum tum. I would I would watch that movie five stars, hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh shit, Kush talking about names. So, like, two episodes ago, we, we spoke about just the worst baby names, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, while I was in Costa Rica, I was in line buying some some fine chocolates and, and chocolate-covered nuts from a store. Oh, um, hello. And there was, Did you get any for me? Um, no, but that's, I can bring some to fine. you. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't want any. So I'm in line, and I'm waiting to pay, and there is a, there's a woman there who's paying for her goods. And there are two two small children, probably about, I don't know, I'd say uh, there was a, a girl and a boy, maybe around six or seven years old. And they're running around. They're making a little bit of noise. The dad comes in and is like, hey, kids, why don't you uh, come out by me while your mom continues to pay for this stuff? And they're not paying attention. And so he very sternly says, rugby, basil, come outside. Hello. And I almost oh, lost my fucking shit in the middle of this store, Kush. I, I don't know how I held it in. I was like, do you just say rugby and basil? Like, Michael, it sounded like he said rugby and basil. Like, rug- I like it. Rugby and fucking basil as two names. And I was trying to go through my head. Like, he definitely said basil. He definitely said basil. 100%. And I was like, could he have possibly said something other than rugby that sounds like rugby? And I'm going through my head and I was like, rugby? Ro- Maybe he said Rodney weird? Like, r- Well, shit, Michael. Now I have, I mean, I have an initial question. Like, why? But the, uh, that's not what, who, no one cares about that. <laughs> you said a boy and a girl. A boy and a girl. Who was rugby? I, Who was basil? <laughs> How do you tell? Well, they were they were almost definitely Americans by their accent. Maybe Canadians at best. Americans named rugby and basil. I'm not right. That's it. what I don't understand. Like I, we don't got that green stink leaf in our town. I could understand if they were like you know if they were British like basil you know. But like oh my god, could I I I almost lost it and I was like oh my god I have to I have to tell Kush about this because. I was going to say maybe like rugby, maybe they're from New Zealand, but you said they were paying for their groceries and not stealing them, <laughs> which as we all know, people from New Zealand are just dirty thieves and meth heads. No, they only steal, they only steal gnomes and beehives, you know, the, to pay for their ill-gotten goods. Well, that is true. Or they that is they true. would have had, actually had they paid for their groceries in stolen lawn gnomes <laughs> and stink bee, bee honey, uh, then you would have known that, uh, they were from New do you, Zealand. Do you, do you take Take a lawn gnomes here. How many colonists is a lawn gnome? Do you take stink honey? Because I got some real just gross ass honey that tastes like poop. Oh god! Oh god! Rugby, rugby, and I want to. I bet. I bet rugby was the girl. Really? Yeah, I bet rugby was the girl. Huh. You know, I immediately thought that the boy would be rugby and the girl would be basil, but I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. Like, basil or, like, basil, like, just seems like a boy's name, like, for, you know, from everything I know. Like, but rugby seems like the kind of name, like, if you were, like, good parents, or, like, if you're, like, you know, 
you want your daughter to kick ass. Like I, I, I could see naming like a right. daughter rugby, right. just like just rough and tumble, just you know killing shit. I'm on board. Kind of like I, I, like I hope the girl is. I hope the girl is rugby. like Icebox from Little Giants, bringing it, yeah, bringing it full circle yeah. to Little Giants again. Fucking, Fucking train. train. <laughs> that that one should stay in. <laughs> Yeah, by the way, Michael, I'm glad we brought it back to Little Giants because it's one of my favorite, like, kid, like, movies from my youth. It's like, a, it was just, like, a solid... It holds up. It really does. It's also one of the last films that Rick Moranis ever did, I think. Hmm. Like, he went out on a high note. Yeah. He just fucking crushed it. No big deal. And was that Devin Sawa in Little Giants? I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Wow. That nerd hurt his shoulders so bad. What a loser. <laughs> Icebox had to come in and close the deal. Whatever. All right, Michael, do you, uh, what do you got for me? You got any, any stories you want to talk about? I got I got one story that I came across. Yes, please. Um, yes, please. I did not I did not have a I don't have a lot of stories this week because I've been on a, my vacation, if you will, my holiday. It's okay, Michael. I picked up the slack for once. <laughs> but I did find this one. Um, <sighs> If there's one thing that you would not want to come across in a in a public restroom, if you will, one piece of uh, technology, what would you what would you think would be inappropriate for a public restroom? Okay, there are like 18 million answers, <laughs> but I'm just gonna say camera because no, no cameras, please. Uh, what about a uh, facial recognition camera? That does sound like a camera. <laughs> I also I don't want that in the bathroom. I if I had to if I really had to like lay it all out there, I would say I would prefer a facial recognition camera over like a dick recognition camera. If I, you know, if I really had to get down to brass tacks. You know, you've Michael. actually this huh. You know what? This brings a whole nother. Did I, did I solve your dick camera puzzle? <laughs> no, this brings a whole nother kind of dimension to this story, though. So in Beijing, there is this place it's called. Always, it's always Beijing. Yeah, this is not a what's on it. Weibo, though. Okay. Just throwing that out there. But the, the robot's not in the toilet? <laughs> no. So there is a, there's a, a place called the Temple of Heaven. In okay. Beijing, which apparently is one of the most popular tourist attractions in uh, in Beijing, but it sounds lovely. They're having quite the difficulty with toilet paper theft. <laughs> they claim that they're okay. wasting huge amounts of money on thousands of rolls of toilet paper every month because people are just going in there and just like fucking rolling up tons. I don't know if they have like really nice toilet paper or if maybe people in Beijing like don't have. Normal they don't, toilet they don't paper get their rations of toilet paper, but so <laughs> they they installed a facial recognition camera that you have to you have to look into, and it has to recognize your face, and then it gives you one sixty centimeter long sheet of toilet paper, which is about two feet of toilet paper, and if you return. Okay. To the machine in less than nine minutes, you cannot get any more toilet paper. So that is the only toilet paper you get <laughs> every nine minutes. Wow, I, Michael, I have a lot of a lot of questions on this one. Oh boy! <laughs> First of all, okay, get out of there. Why nine minutes? Like if like why would you return within nine minutes ever? But two. Unless you just had like the poopiest butt of all time. <laughs> You're like, you well, go, you get your toilet paper, you go to the bathroom, you realize the toilet paper isn't enough, you wait in there for until you, nine minutes well, is up and you also, shuffle back you out. Hide, you hide in the corner of the stall where the camera can't see you for nine minutes. No, 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 it's outside like, the, to it's outside the stall. Oh my God. Yeah, so you have to shuffle okay. out of the stall. <laughs> 
But when you said when you said the dick recognition care, I was thinking like maybe you had to show them your butt. <laughs> it's black ass. <laughs> like from like from half baked. <laughs> so damn, Michael. So okay, so there's two questions. This is a fundam this is a fundamental, very personal question. Yeah. Are you a square folder guy or just like a wad? No, I'm definitely guy. not a wad. Um, okay, I definitely a, a folder. Yeah, yeah, because wad so wad I, just seems like it. It's it seems messy to me. It's messy and wasteful. Yeah. I, I was a wad guy as a kid, but then I I grew up and I was like, oh yeah, there's paper. Yeah, so I I will say like. I've heard of people being still like wad folk in their adult age, which like baffles me. But this, I, I don't know how much I use like on a foot basis at this point, I guess. I feel like, like, I don't know. If, I feel like most of the time is pretty I generous. I feel like most of the time that would be enough. But like sometimes, you know, sometimes, yeah, things have gone awry right. down there. <laughs> well, especially if I'm if I'm pooping in a public toilet, things have gone awry, right? Yeah, things are already off track. Right, like sure. you know, I'm not taking like a normal. I'm not taking like my normal daily poop if I'm yeah. taking my poop at the Temple of Heaven in Beijing. I'm already out of my safe space. Exactly. I'm not happy. I'm probably not feeling super well <laughs> intestinally. Well, you better I'm... you better give yourself an extra 18 minutes then, so you can get. <laughs> So you get 60 centimeters of toilet paper three times or twice. I'm also like, so what is one, like, I'm trying to do the math, like one square of toilet paper is what, four inches probably? Um, That seems about right. So, you know, so they, sh- they have a picture of a guy holding it up. It looks like so maybe it's like one, two, three. It's like, yeah, maybe like. So you might be getting 20 squares of toilet paper total if you're getting how what is Not even the, that. I the, think it's I think it's like 20 It was 2 feet. It's 2 feet. It was so, only 2 feet. Yeah, so okay, you're getting, so you're like getting like 6 squares. That's not enough squares. That's not Michael. enough squares. <laughs> that's, I'll be honest with you. I know that's not enough. Especially in a public <laughs> restroom where they have like half ply toilet paper. And again, if you're in a public like yeah, you have half ply, maybe one ply toilet paper, it's probably not your optimal pooping situation. Probably an emergency. You might need some extra guys on your squad <laughs> right. to get rid of all the poop. I don't like that, Michael. Not one bit. So the best part the best part about this is it says that the move is believed to have been prompted by a journalistic investigation by the Beijing Evening News. Hard hitting Hard-hitting journalism. Which revealed that many visitors at the Temple of Heaven visited the four-star public toilets there multiple times just to steal as much toilet paper as they could carry. So so they were there to steal. Okay. Apparently. It begs so many questions, though. Like, why? Why this one place? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe... Maybe there are anti-toilet paper theft technologies in place at all the other ones. Uh, maybe it's just like, maybe this is two-ply. Maybe like this is just better The only paper. place in Beijing that has two-ply toilet paper? I mean, that's possible. Yeah. By the way, Michael, I, I got to share this because like it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Um, it, it might not be super relevant, but, um, so I, I think after this, we can probably finish up the show. But, um, a couple of years ago, I used to listen to the Rush Limbaugh radio show uh, on my lunch break. Yeah, no, not, uh, it was just to get myself angry and to kind of like hear what, you know, was going on in the conservative world. Um, but there was one day I was driving through, uh, my old hometown of Gainesville and, um, Rush was out sick and or just like, you know, bad. And uh, he was he was, he was molting, like, maybe shedding his yeah, was, his old skin. 
He was just shedding his old form. Um, so there's a guy named Mark Stein who was taking over for him. And he, they were, for some reason, they were talking about toilet paper and Canada. Okay. And how Canada was so dangerous because they controlled the supply of toilet, two-ply toilet paper to the world. And this is a direct quote that has never left my brain. And it is my favorite thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Michael, are you ready? I am 100% ready. Canada is basically the Saudi Arabia of two-ply toilet paper, and they can't be trusted. (laughs) It's one of my favorite things I've ever heard. I love it so much because, one, it's toilet paper. Two, it's... What are you talking about, you fool? Oh, God, like, it's so yeah, good. Saudi Arabia, massive supplier of oil. Also, pretty big spo- state sponsor of terrorism. <laughs> Canada. Canada. Too Canada. Canada. Ah, we, we keep your butt clean. We make Charmin. You know, you know those bears? <laughs> the bears that clean your butt pretty good? Yeah, we do that pretty well. Well, you know, bears poop in the woods, and there's a lot of woods in Canada. Mm-hmm. And they need a lot of toilet paper. Most of the two-ply kind. (laughs) Oh, God. That reminds me of a story that I read about how apparently it's become very... very popular for politicians in Canada to have life-size cutouts of Justin Trudeau at their campaign events. <laughs> and so the government of Canada had to be like, hey, uh, it would be great if you would stop having life-size cutouts of Justin Trudeau at every event. So uh, that would be great if you would just stop doing that. Okay. Yeah. Just be normal human right. beings and like <laughs> maybe invite the prime minister to come hang out with you. And if you can't make it, just like, well, I do like that guy. <laughs> Well, apparently, he's, I mean, that's how popular this dude is. They're like, they're like bribing people to come so they can take a picture with a lifetime life size cutout of Justin Trudeau. Hey, Michael, I gotta be very, very honest with you. Mm-hmm. If if our current president was just a cardboard cutout of Justin Trudeau with like voice recordings just like coming through the mouth, I wouldn't be upset about it. We'd be much better off. We, it's hard to see how it would be worse. No, yeah, it would be much more <laughs> predictable at least. Yeah. Well, Michael, I think this will do it for us on Trends in Low Places this week. Uh, I'm so glad you're back in, in the uh, you know, the United States of America, mm-hmm. land of the free-ish. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go back to Costa Rica where they have uh, top 10 health care, all free, and uh, 98.6% of their energy comes from renewables. So Yeah, but how, how big are their chickens? It's an excellent yeah. question. Yeah, not big enough, asshole. USA, USA. <laughs> Everyone, if you want to learn more about Trends in Low Places, you can find us on uh, goodbuddymedia.com slash blog. I'll have a post up about this show. Uh, it'll probably be mostly nonsense because this episode was. Uh, but Michael, how else can people find us? You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at TILPcast. Um, you know, shoot us some comments over at uh, Facebook. Uh, let us know if you see any stories that you want our wonder insights on um you know you can also uh, reach us at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com if you have anything you want to want to share with us um and you can find us on all of your favorite podcast apps you can search for uh, trends in low places um and like us you know five star us um leave a comment if you want and you know most importantly uh share us with any of your friends who you think might be interested in some just I don't even know what 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 to call it. 
pretty much the dumbest thoughts you could possibly imagine in your darkest dreams. That's what we do. Um, I will say we also, um, we mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, we do, me, Michael, and our buddy Curtis do a uh, 24 fan cast called The Longest Days of Our Lives. Um, We'd encourage you to listen to that if that is your cup of tea. And I will say, you don't have to have ever watched or even loved the show 24 to really, you know, just love our stupid idiot rantings about uh, that show. Yeah, basically, uh, if you just look at some pictures of uh, Terry, um, maybe it's like side by side with pictures of Woody from Toy Story. Like you, you basically that's that's all you need to see. I think. Yeah, we we break it down. I mean, it's it's a silly show. We love doing it. We'd love for you to listen to it. But if you if it's not your thing, we understand. But uh, we're so excited you to join us for another week of Trends in Low Places. Michael, thank you so much for coming back to America, and I had a great time talking. Yeah, to you. no problem. I will see you in the ATL uh next weekend. Live live show coming up. We won't fuck it up this time. Everyone, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you later. Michael, I love you. Love you too, buddy. Toodles.